The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. New state filings by Dominion Energy show the utility company paid a newspaper columnist more than $260,000 over the last four years. As VPM previously reported, the columnist Gordon Morse sometimes wrote unsigned editorials praising Dominion in Hampton Roads newspapers. Ben Pavier has more. Last year, the Virginian Pilot and Daily Press published at least seven editorials defending or praising Dominion, at least some of which were written by Gordon Morse. At the same time, Dominion told VPM Morse also works as a part-time speechwriter for the company. The utility's new disclosures put a price tag on that work, showing Morse earned over $60,000 per year from 2017 to 2020. In an interview Tuesday, Morse downplayed any possible conflict of interest. You know, I studiously avoid, and I have been told by, specifically by Dominion, to avoid anything that would create a conflict of interest. Representatives for Dominion and the newspapers declined to comment. The utility also paid UVA political analyst Larry Sabato over $20,000 since 2017. Sabato says they were payments for annual speeches he gives Dominion executives, and that his earnings were donated to the university. Ben Pavier, VPM News. The Virginia Employment Commission is delaying the rollout of its new unemployment insurance system by a month. According to the commission's website, the current system will be down in late October for upgrades. The new version will be released in early November. That means customers will not be able to file or reopen claims or reach out for inquiries over the phone during the changeover. Governor Ralph Northam originally asked the VEC to do these upgrades by October after Virginians complained about not receiving their unemployment payments during the pandemic. The Northern Virginia Chamber of Commerce hosted the final gubernatorial debate last night between Democrat Terry McAuliffe and Republican Glenn Youngkin. Notably absent from the stage was Liberation Party candidate Princess Blanding. She was escorted out of the audience after interrupting the debate, highlighting that she was not asked to participate despite qualifying for the ballot. Whitney Evans reports. Clayton Medford with the Nova Chamber says the group only hosts major party candidates at its annual top-of-the-ticket debates. But they invited Blanding to attend as a guest and offered her official access to the media after the event. We speak to a business audience, and historically and, and now, we feel that the, you know, the best way for them to hear from potential governors and potential officeholders is through major party candidates. Blanding disagrees. The, you know oppressive traditions and policies that they are perpetuating, it's not like it's something that's uh, etched in stone. Blanding's brother was fatally shot by police in 2018. Her platform is focused on police accountability, racial justice, and greater investment in communities, all pillars of the racial justice demonstrations last year. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Three Richmond school board members announced yesterday that they're in support of a resolution to allow school district employees to participate in collective bargaining. The board members include Kenya Gibson, Stephanie Rizzi, and Dr. Shonda Harris-Muhammad. 
According to a joint statement from the board members, quote, only through an organized and empowered workforce can we mitigate the struggles currently before us and prepare for the decades to come. The group plans to introduce the resolution at next Monday's school board meeting. Virginia State University canceled classes yesterday in an effort to fight mental and physical fatigue from the pandemic. Instead of classes, the Progress Index reports the university's health and wellness center held activities. Students were encouraged to go to the school's counseling center if they needed further help. Employees could also take the day off. VSU's president says the pandemic has piled more pressure on top of the typical stress of higher education. This added pressure, he said, quote, makes intentional intervention to address wellness all the more necessary. Culpeper Town officials clarify that they are not planning to accept Richmond's monument of A.P. Hill. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Mayor LeVar Stoney's office claimed there were pending plans to move the monument to the town. Culpeper officials say they've been in contact with a Richmond-area funeral home about relocating Hill's remains to a local cemetery. Hill's remains are currently buried under the statue. Negotiations on where to relocate the Hill Monument are still going on. It's the last Confederate memorial standing in Richmond. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Tuesday, September 28th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.